will be looking at Matthew chapter 6, 19 to 34. Let's uh, give attendance to reading. When we read, we pay attention. And of course, we read, and uh, uh, this is the reason why we are to stand up. When we read the Word of God, the Bible tells us, give attendance to reading. And uh, we'll be looking at Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 to 34. Let's read this responsibly. I read verse 19, you read verse 20, alternately then, and together verse 34. Are you there? Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust that corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewith all shall we be clothed? But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you altogether. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for this time. We can again face in your word as we have this renewal of our faith promise missions. Uh, giving commitment and even our stewardship commitment that was started even in the Sunday school hour and continue on even in the service. Lord, we pray that you will help us to realize that it is you who have impressed upon us what to give and as you, we have that faith to believe uh, that you are the God who is able, Lord, help us to uh, truly perform the doing of what we have committed to you. Thank you for your church here in Bethany as we continue to launch out into the deep and uh, continue to uh, move on by faith in your enabling grace. Lord, we pray that you will help us to be diligent, faithful in doing so. Thank you, Father. Guide us. Use your servant as your word is uh, communicated. Preach with clarity, with love, with power from you. Always your name be the ones magnified and lifted up and honored. Help us to have a responsive heart, a yielded heart, a tender heart, knowing that it's all about you why we are here. It's all about your goodness, your grace upon its one and every family represented here. Lord, we commit this time of, in your word as uh, your sweet Holy Spirit work in our hearts, in our midst. We ask this in Jesus Christ's name, amen. Thank you, be seated, please. God is able to provide. 
And we have heard of this many, many times, that God is the God who owns it all. Let us be aware. It's all about God's goodness that we are here. It's God's favor as we have seen how the Lord worked in the many, many years of Bethany Baptist Church. 64 years, we are moving to our 65th year by the grace of God. 18th World Missions Conference, we are moving to our 19th World Missions Conference by the grace of God. Even the Spiritual Leadership Conference, the next will be on the 2020, still at SMX. They're at MOA. And we continue to get engaged and even immerse in this... Uh, having the spirit of Philippians 1.27, striving together for the faith of the gospel, and even the spirit of the house of Stephanus. When you can see in Corinthians, they addicted themselves in the ministering to the saints. Folks, we do not do this because it's already a mechanical thing, okay? It's because of the grace of God. We are motivated by the love of God, by the grace of God, by the power of God in our lives. And let us continue to do so by the grace of God. And... Uh, it's not about mechanical thing, but uh, it's what the Lord has impressed upon its one as we continue to move on and see what God is doing, what God will continue to do, what God has done. We rejoice. But of course, we always be aware that uh, we have not gone far enough. It's only by the grace of God that we are able to do what the Lord has enabled us to do. But indeed, just like what we have often heard, the best is yet to come. Of course, the best will be heaven. And our goal is Jesus Christ. When we come and during the invitation, we always make mention that the altar is Jesus Christ. We make manifest our submission to the Lord and truly be aware that it is about the Lord's goodness in our lives that we can dedicate ourselves, make our commitment. And you see, as we have this Commitment Sunday, renewal of our Faith Promise Missions commitment. We thank God for last year and the previous year. It's going up, leveling up. The previous year, we have an annual average a weekly of 105,000, I believe. That was 2016. And this 2017, we have 142,000. It's leveling up by the grace of God. That is but 55% of our tithes. But the Lord is able. Sometimes you are wondering, how were we able to remit such and such amount? to Asia Baptist Clearinghouse for the missionaries to the pouring fields and even the local fields. I'm wondering, it's God. And the Lord has continued to use His people. Sometimes you are hesitant to be used by the Lord. God will use someone else. But it's good to allow the Lord to use us and get uh, engaged in the blessings of reaching the lost world at any cost. You see, God is indeed... Uh, uh, favoring his church here in Bethany to be on mission with him in reaching many more uh, tribes, people of the world, nations. And uh, uh, we continue to pray for any more um, laborers in the field. The harvest really is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. That is the prayer of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that is the only prayer request that the Lord Jesus Christ had made. Pray, therefore, the Lord of the harvest. And we thank God for those who have responded to God's call, who they are willing to go. And Bethany Baptist Church is willing to send. Of course, they are trained here. We thank God for our educational ministries. We are training our generation the next for the, for the harvest. And we continue to faithfully do so. Even through our educational ministries and as these uh, students who are here are faithfully attending the services, engaged in various ministries. That is part of their training. 
And what a blessed privilege. Oh, some of you are, maybe you're thinking only of our mission work, but uh, this engagement in the training of these various nationals in different places, from Laos, from Cambodia, from Bangladesh, from uh, PNG, from Myanmar, from Vietnam, we will have another eight Vietnamese that will be coming this uh, next uh, uh, school year, eight Vietnamese uh, students, and these were screened and uh, would want to come. It's actually 10, but I told um, missionary Javier Garcia, uh, these two are not yet uh, ready, and let's not force them. Let's, let's uh, just look at the eight, and I'll check when I get there to Vietnam and speak in Missionary Arnold Espino's graduation in the, uh, that will be in April. And uh, uh, look, see, uh, if these really are serious, I do not know, maybe there will be another Laura uh, Gelia in the group, no? You see, we continue to invest. How much are we um, uh, 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 investing, uh, spending, or investing in the uh, visa in the food of these uh, uh, students. And uh, of course, they do some work that is part of their ministry, taking care of the facilities of uh, the church and uh, the school. And uh, the Lord has continued to provide. And the uh, Lord has continued to bless His church here in Bethany. You see, as we consider God's uh, provision and recognize that God is able to provide as we renew our commitment, let us just take it to heart that God is really able. The Bible is very clear. God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. And to Him be glory in the church throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Second Corinthians 9.8, a familiar passage. God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Folks, God is able. God is able to save anyone to add to the uttermost. No one is difficult for God to save. And folks, it is all too easy to become consumed, you know, with material possessions. Sometimes we are distracted by the material things in this world. And uh, we are consumed. And let me remind you that things have no eternal value. Things, however, have no eternal value. The Bible tells us in 1 John 2.15, the Bible tells us, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love the Father is not in him. Oh, you can see that while we live in this world full of temporary treasures, we should be investing our lives in eternal treasures eternal treasures and that will last forever okay as we uh, follow this plan set by the lord we can trust him to provide for each of our needs we have been doing this for the past many years and we know that god is able to provide there are times that i'm wondering how can we remit we are at times in the negative there is a thread I check with Mumtin how is our fan balance, and eventually you can see miracles of the Lord coming. Uh, the Lord touched one of our members, or sometimes not a member, and you are wondering how can that be? Oh, we cast our bread upon the waters, and then we find it after many days. The principle of sowing and reaping, and uh, sometimes you are wondering, even in the least of the 
Oh, there is this blessing, and the Lord addressed the various needs we have to remit in the Asia Baptist Greenhouse. Sometimes it's uh, what is our average um, remittance? 400,000? Almost 400,000 a man. And how about the local fields? But folks, sometimes you're wondering where will this come from? It's from God. As we continue to recognize that God has blessed us and God would want to use each one of us to be a blessing in reaching the lost world with the gospel. You see, in Christ's Sermon on the Mount, he gave the conduct uh, he would have for us to live. The conduct. What is that conduct? And he thought that it should be done with a heart of godly character. It has to be done with a heart of godly character. I've been always telling our uh, pastoral theology class, missions class, that all ministry begins in the heart. It begins in the heart. And... Uh, Warren Wiersbe noted that the Sermon on the Mount deals with a conduct that grows out of character. It grows out of character. Character always comes before conduct because what we are determines what we do. What we are determines what we do. And in this sermon, the Lord taught a Christian on Christian behavior. And sometimes called it his kingdom behavior. The Sermon on the Mount is the political platform for the coming millennial kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. And through this sermon, the Lord corrected the false notions of the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Well, there were many who believed that wealth and material possessions were a sure sign of God's favor. Sometimes you have that notion that, oh, this is a sure notion of God's favor because that person is uh, blessed with material things. Men everywhere would spend great amounts of time focusing on material possessions while forgetting those eternal riches. And folks, we are to have a good perspective of this. And Jesus' teaching is uh, cause men and women to lift their eyes from the temporal to look over the horizon to the eternal kingdom of God. We are to look beyond the temporal and to the eternal kingdom of God. If we are not careful, we can become so consumed with what we see in tangible form around us that we neglect to look on the eternal. Sometimes we are only looking at the here and now, but not the beyond, the eternal. It is easy to worry about having enough for the future on earth, but fail to think about our future in heaven. Folks, this would be a good reminder for us and from this passage, we learn three lessons about being a kingdom-minded Christian. As we consider these truths, may we remember that through focusing on the eternal kingdom rather than the temporary world, we have no reason to worry about the cares of the life. This life of being a kingdom-minded Christian allows us to live with the peace and joy this world is searching for. We need to have that peace and joy that is coming from within, from the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, we'll be just reviewing as we look at these passages. This is not any more new to many of us. This is an old hat to many of us. And this would remind us of a kingdom connection. A kingdom connection and then a kingdom, uh, a kingdom command, a kingdom connection, and a kingdom cause. Three things that we would want to look see this morning. As we have this renewal of our faith promise commitment, probably you have already uh, done that and you are worrying where will the money come from, from God. God is able to provide. First, a kingdom command. This passage tells us that as we live in this world, we should be storing our treasures in heaven, not on earth. 
Let me remind you, our bank should be the bank of heaven. Some of banks on this earth, they got bankrupt. I remember the time when we have this uh, advertisement, Banco Pilipino, subok no matibay, subok no matatag. And then after a few months, they close. I remember that, where is Banco Pilipino at this time? The real subok no matibay, subok no matatag is the bank in heaven branch in Bethany. Folks, Matthew 6, 19, lay, lay, not your, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust corrupt and where thieves break through and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust that corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. You can see the bank's difference. The treasures that are laid up in heaven, neither moth nor rust that corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. And with God's command, always comes God's enabling. You see, when God commands you to lay up treasures in heaven, God is able to what? To give us that empowering, that uh, energy to do that. And He will enable us. God will not command us to do something that He will enable us, not enable us to accomplish. As Christ gave this command, He did it not with an uh, earthly perspective, but with an eternal perspective. This is the, the eternal perspective. We have to have an eternal perspective. This is the uh, first thing that we need to recognize. All of our earthly treasures are temporal, but they have no eternal significance. Everything we have and own will only be dissolved. Please take note of that. God commands us to have an eternal mindset that is set on heaven, not on earth. And folks, as you look at what the Bible tells us in James 4.14, where as you know not what shall be in the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. This life is uh, uh, unpredictable. You do not know whether we will be here tomorrow. Sometimes we have continued to accumulate these things, the temporal uh, treasures, and we are not investing for eternal we need to have an eternal perspective in First John 2.15. Again, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of the Father, the will of God abideth forever. Do you see that? Abideth forever. If we choose to love the things of this world, we are choosing to love uh, things that uh, will ultimately disintegrate. No matter how valuable or important your things may seem right now, they have no value in eternity. Sometimes you buy these things, you, you buy shoes, and then eventually it is already worn out. You buy a car, after a few months it's already old, and you have some problems with the car. Things I do not need to elucidate on all of this, uh, enumerate those things that you have procured, and sometimes it's just lying there in the house, clogging your house with a lot of things, and that they need to be retired. Probably they, some people are needing that. Oh? So look, the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 4.18, uh, while we look not at the things which are sin, but at the things which are not sin, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Or you can just cite a lot of these things that are temporal. 
things that you are thinking, oh, it will last for um, many years and then you lose it. Even your cell phone, your iPhone or whatever you have. I have an, an N70 and it is already long. I still use that and there are text messages that have been saved in 2006, 2007. And there is one text message that would say, Pastor, please do not give up on me. And I saved that. I'm not giving up. Uh, sometimes I have these text messages already. I, I try to erase. It's already 1,000. And it's good that the N70 can hold more than 1,000 messages. But I'm still using N70. It's still very, while I have an iPhone given to me by the career folks, I use that for my email, but these things will not last. After iPhone 6, iPhone 7, iPhone 8, ang, ang, anong iPhone ngayon tayo? I, iPhone 10? Wow. Oh, I use my iPhone, I put that here so that I'll know how many steps I have taken because there is a, a reminder there of the health. Oh, and my wife was telling me, there is a, there is a watch that uh, would tell you how much, uh, pero uh, the iPhone has that, uh, uh, I do not know, I am wondering, how can they record the many steps that I have taken? No, while waiting for my wife, uh, let's say in the mall, I walk, and uh, I already walk several miles, and, <laughs> and I go back, yes, not yet chosen. <laughs> No offense with my wife. I love my wife. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. <laughs> and uh, uh, I walk uh, 10,000 steps, 11,000 steps. No, that is uh, six kilometers sometimes. I'm wondering, moving around. I'm looking at all of these. Uh, whoa, no. Uh, I'm not tempted to buy. <laughs> but uh, you see, um, things are things. It won't last. Okay? And uh, all temporal earthly value loses all worth in light of eternity. All of us have experienced losing something that we had. I believe you have experienced that. And all of us understand the disappointment of not getting something we want. But in the long run, none of it matters because earthly treasures are temporal. We should be investing in the eternal heavenly treasures. And this is what we would want for us to learn. Uh, heavenly values are shared over and over throughout the scriptures. The, you can see, considering eternity, Paul put the deeds of this world into two different categories that you can find here in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, in verse 10, 11, according to the grace of God which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid a foundation and other build it thereon, but let every man take heed how he build it thereupon, for other foundation can no man lay than that is laid which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest for the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. In verse 14, 1 Corinthians 3, if any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. Look, as we stand before the Lord, we will have to give an account of our lives. The things we spend our lives investing in that did not pertain to the kingdom will be what? 
will be burned as wood, hay, and stubble. They will be consumed empty. But the things that were done unto the Lord will be gold, silver, and precious stones. That is what the Bible is telling us. They will have a lasting effect, bringing a reward to the faithful child of God. You choose where you would want to be in what category? Wood, hay, or stubble, or gold, silver, and precious stones. In 1 Peter chapter, 1 Peter chapter 1, in verse 3 and 4, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to His abundant mercy had begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance, look at that, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. You see that, folks? An inheritance incorruptible that fadeth not away. See, the Lord's challenge to us is to lead with an eternal perspective, as a God of order, He gives us also a systematic plan. It's not just an eternal perspective, but He gave us a systematic plan. God has given us a way to be part of His kingdom, a kingdom plan. And He allows us to participate through weekly giving through the local church. Ito po yung systematic plan. How do you invest your money? Through the local church. It is to the church that the, the Lord has given the great commission. It's not to a parish church. It's not to a radio ministry. It is to the local church. We have the privilege of bringing out gifts to the Lord and laying them in store. The Bible tells us we, when we give to God through the church, we are laying up treasures in heaven. Do you believe that? And that is what you can find here in 1 Corinthians chapter 16. In verse 1, Now concerning the collection of the saints, as I have given order to the churches of Galatia, even so do ye. Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in his store, as God had prospered him, that there be no gatherings when they come. The first day of the week, this Sunday, we come, we lay by him in his store, we give us unto the Lord. We bring our offerings, our tithes, and give our faith promise missions offering. This is a part of our worship. And we do so with a glad heart, with a thankful heart, with an obedient heart, with a heart that is moved by faith in the Lord what God can do. See, may we not forget that this is not just a privilege, but also a command. In the Old Testament, God instructed His people to give a tithe, a tenth of all their increase, in Malachi 3, 8 to 10, will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me, but ye say, wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings, ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. And then in verse 10, a familiar passage, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven, and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And folks, let me tell you that this is not obsolete. This is still absolutely true. The Bible tells us in Matthew 21, 21, these things ought you to have done and not to leave the others undone. But there are some theologians who would say, oh, it's already passe. And they would be engaged in grace giving. The more, and let me tell you, some of you probably are listening through the live streaming, especially those in the UAE, there are those already who are not anymore believing in tithing, but let me tell you, it's still biblical. Yeah. 
the tithes belong to the Lord. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now here with, say, the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven. Oh, probably you are having some problems with these financial matters. Probably the reason is you are not tithing. And I will rebuke the devourer, the Bible tells us. This is very basic. And I hope you understand the systematic plan of the Lord. The first fruits of our income belong to God. It is God's. In fact, everything belongs to God. The whole. Our lives belong to the Lord. We are in this lesson, a series of lessons of stewarding life. If you still remember the first uh, part of stewarding life, you have the stewarding time, we stewarding health, energy. We are to steward uh, these resources that God has entrusted to us. We even steward our family, steward our friendship, our relationship, steward our uh, what trials. We steward the truth, the gospel. Everything comes from God. All. But God asks us to bring the tithes that represents the first. The tithes. We do not give it. We bring it. This is the Lord's. In fact, everything is the Lord's. Our giving decision is not only our spiritual decision, but even what we do with the rest is a spiritual decision. And folks, when we withhold that from him, we are robbing him. If you are not already tithing, begin today. Will you start? It is a decision that you will not regret as you honor God with his blessings. Everything is God's blessing. And God can easily take that out from us. Aren't you glad of the blessings of the Lord? The Bible tells us it make a treat. See, added no sorrow with it. In addition to weekly giving, another way to lay up treasures in heaven is through special giving. When the children of Israel left Egypt, God filled their pockets with gold, silver, and precious stones, precious items. I mean, he did not do that so that they could keep it all. It was so they could establish the tabernacle, a place to worship him once they were out of Egypt. Oh, you can see Exodus 35 in verses 31, the Bible tells us, And they came, everyone whose heart stirred him up, and everyone whom his spirit made willing, and they brought the Lord's offering to the work of the tabernacle of the congregation, and for all his service, and for the holy garments. And they came, both men and women, as many as were willing-hearted, and brought bracelets, and earrings, and rings, and tablets, all jewels of gold, and every man that offered, offered an offering of gold unto the Lord, and every man with whom was found blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen and goat's hair and red skins of rams and badger skins brought them. Brought them. Everyone that did offer an offering of silver and brass brought the Lord's offering. This is the Lord's offering. And every man with whom was found sheeting wood for any work of the service brought it. Oh, David, when he was... Uh, uh, I mean, uh, Solomon, when they were, uh, David, when he was preparing for the temple building, oh, he would say in Deuteronomy 29, all things that we have given thee come from thee. Folks, it's the Lord's. And we see special offerings all throughout the Bible for various church needs. If you look at 2 Corinthians 9, 5 to 8, the Bible tells us here in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, in verse 5, therefore I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren that they would go before unto you 
and make up beforehand your bounty whereof ye had noticed before that the same might be ready as a matter of bounty and not as of covetousness. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully every man according as he purposeth in his heart. So let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. You can see these works. And we are assured that God is able to provide. See, when we give, we must not lose sight of the fact that we are laying up treasures in heaven. Eternal treasures that will never rot. And they should bring us joy. Oh, with this command, God gives us an opportunity to participate in something far greater than what we can even see. Our opportunity to give is also a privilege because, you know, it provides a connection between heaven and earth, the eternal and the temporal. When we give, it provides a connection. This is a kingdom connection, not only a kingdom command, wherein we can see an eternal perspective and a systematic plan that God has given us through the local church, but we can see a kingdom connection. In Matthew 6, 21 and 24, the Bible tells us, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, the whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. And then it goes on to say, verse 24, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else you will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. It can be hard to live daily in the light of eternity when we are surrounded by the temporal. See? And this passage helps us look beyond and connect to the eternal. Oh, we want to have that connection with the eternal. Notice the connection this passage makes. First, between love and giving. In Matthew 6.21, the Bible tells us, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. This is how the eternal connects to our hearts. Where there is an interest, there is a willingness to invest. Willingness to invest. Those of you young people, uh, those of you who are planning to court, uh, and let me just use again this illustration because it will perk up your interest. When a young man is interested in a young lady, he is more than willing to spend extra money uh, on her, right? As he is trying to win her heart, he will invest uh, in her because he sees the value of their relationship. Because his heart is with her, he chooses to give to her, right? You will uh, set aside, save for this, and I will I'll give her this uh, flowers or give her this card or give her these chocolates. Okay? Um, take a minute to consider what you invest money in, and that will show where your heart is. Sampu ba natin nilalagay ang ating kaperahan? And that will reveal what you treasure. Uh, if you feel you cannot give to the Lord prayerfully, review your expenses. 
Sometimes what we perceive as an inability to give due to our expenses is actually misplaced values. Iniisip natin, hindi tayo makapagbibigay dahil ang dami nating mga pinagkakagastusan. But when you evaluate, it is actually misplaced values. When we consider our expenses in light of eternity, some things that seem so important fade to insignificance. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God, set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth. Folks, this is really an important matter. Oh, I'm thankful for Dr. Mislang. I just used uh, your illustration. Uh, it, I received a text message from Sister Jovelin Cuervo. Pastor, he really would want to invest uh, these services. And oh, praise God. He can be working anywhere and earn a lot, but he would want to help in the medical dental mission. I'm sorry for using you in this illustration, Doc, Eugenio, Mislang, General. But, look, see, he has already experienced a lot in the military, retired, general, uh, he is a surgeon. But, uh, look, see, what gives him significance is uh, helping others. And this is eternal. Oh, you can just imagine our, our faith promise missions giving, our medical dental missions uh, offering, and uh, uh, you, you can see the connection of love and giving. You can see the, the connection between love and giving. What you love, you will give too. He loves to serve. He loves to be a blessing. When your heart is your checkbook, will follow. Nasaan ba yung iyong tagipusuon? Yung iyong kasing-kasing? I'm thankful there are those times what... Uh, yesterday, after the prayer meeting, somebody talked with me, an 85-year-old lady member, and he said, she said, Pastor, I'm about to die. No! And I would want my... Uh, these are things, uh, I'd like to leave it to the church and let the church use that. Amen, praise God. We need prophet's chamber. And I was telling her, I'm praying for that property at the corner. I, I have to meet with the owner. And that is how many story, Mam Leg, how many story. Um, this is a dorm. And probably I, uh, we can also, by the grace of God, if the Lord provides the unsweets, sweets, may ari niyan. Mamaya kakausapin niya ng Panginoon. And then we will we'll just, when it, when it is secured, we'll just provide a bridge. No? And we'll ask uh, Brother Piscal Fabio to check this with a authorities there in the Makati City Hall if we will be allowed to use the airspace of Emilia. It's an envisioning vision. Walang bayad po yan. You can never tell how the Lord will, will use somebody. And I'm thankful there are some who you do not expect and they will approach you. I was telling in our altar prayer devotion, I received a, uh, I was checking on my email. Oh, there was this, wow, what is this? I could not open and I could hardly, I said, Mamtin, forwarded to her. Mamtin, could you please check if this is, uh, there is a, a, a remittance to our missions fund and the executive secretary of that uh, company would say uh, to Mam Koti, 
they did not involve me. They, it was Mam Koti from Word. They get the uh, the what is that? The account for the missions. Uh, this is our donation love offering for the mission Asian missions. Asian, hindi kasama yung Africa. Asian missions. And I was looking. What's that? This is from my Cairo pastor, Cairo pastor. Oh, we have been opening uh, branches, and he would be calling us. Pastor, could you please help in the dedication, inauguration of this? And we use that as opportunity to give out Bibles and share the gospel message. You know, there is a connection that I have in, even in, Abu, in Dubai for missionary Anthony. Oh, could you please help this uh, doctor connect with your member who is, um, uh, who is a, uh, the, the member of Brother Anthony is, uh, uh, I forgot, the, John George, who is uh, a surgeon, orthosurgeon, and he is operating on even Pederer and all of this. He has a hospital, but he is, uh, uh, he is a low profile. He is a member there in Lighthouse Baptist Church. And we were able to connect uh, this uh, chiropractor of ours. And uh, uh, when we were in Vietnam, he was uh, with me and also in Cambodia. And I leave him with Missionary Rainier to take care because he would want to open a branch in Cambodia and also in Ho Chi Minh. He has already opened a branch in Hanoi. And praise God, I, we, we're not expecting. He sees what we are doing here. He sees, oh, they are engaged in missions. And he was challenged uh, what, what we are doing. And uh, it was remitted last March 7. And it was the secretary who put that in the internet, uh, in the email to Mamkoti. Uh, I, I look at it, what is this? No? Last night. And then when, when it was open, oh, it's for ASEAN missions. And I look at it, a remittance of 200,000. Uh, it might not be much, but it is something. Now, sometimes you may say, wow, it's not even a member. It's for the work of missions. The Lord is able to provide. Maybe uh, he knows that uh, I'll be preaching on God is able to provide. Huh? And... Here comes, we do not know. And then I pass it to Mom, Mom Tin. Could you please check on this? And then eventually at 10.30 in the evening, oh, Mom Tin is still awake, taking care of the kids because jo Joel would not. <laughs> and uh, I received a, a text message from Mom Tin. Uh, Pastor, it's already in our, missions, uh, in our missions account. And it was remitted last March 7. Oh, I just have to text the, the good doctor, my Cairo pastor, and thank, uh, he would not want to be. But I'm, I'm itching really to share the blessings of the Lord. I know that you have a heart to give. And it encourages others. And folks, you see, there is a kingdom connection between love and giving, between love and serving. In Matthew 6.24, the Bible tells us, Matthew 6.24, no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. All of us make the decision, will I serve God or mammon or wealth? Will I invest in the eternal or the temporal? There is no middle ground. 
In James 1.8, the Bible says, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And the Bible makes our decision simple. If we love God, we will serve Him. And if we love money, we will serve money. Who do you love? There are many who get consumed with a quest to be successful that they begin to err from Christ. They allow their desire for success to become an idol. And they come to love money more than they love God. Oh, in 1 Timothy 6, 9 and 10, the Bible tells us here in this part of the scriptures, in 1 Timothy 6, 9 and 10, but they that will be rich, they that will be rich, they desire to be rich and do everything that they can, even leave the services because there is an overtime. They that desire to will be, but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some committed after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. The love of money is the root of all evil. It's the love of money. It's not money. You have money in excess, give it to the bank of heaven. Again, Brunch Bethany. And we'll steward it for you the best we can. Folks, when we consider the value of the eternal and the worthlessness of all our things, it is evident that we should keep our eyes on the eternal. When we keep our eyes fixed on Christ, we will see that He has a cause for us to live for a cause that will bring us greater blessings for all eternity. There is this connection of love and giving and love and serving, a kingdom connection, and finally, there is this kingdom cause. Is there not a cause, David said? Folks, we have a greater cause as we continue to invest our lives, our treasures in the kingdom of God. What are you living for today? Ask that of yourself. What is it that gives you fulfillment and purpose? God tells us that if we live with his kingdom in mind, we do not have to wonder what the purpose of our life is. If you spend your life living for the kingdom, you know, you can live your life looking forward to the day you see Jesus Christ. And notice what this kingdom cause is. And let me remind you, it's a royal cause. Royal cause. In Colossians 1, 13 to 14, the Bible tells us here in Colossians chapter 1, who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us in the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. A royal cause. When Jesus Christ forgave our sins, he not only saved us, but he also made us a part of his kingdom. We are royal heir to Christ's kingdom through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. We are the children of the king. Aren't you aware of that? You are a children, child of the king. And since we are heirs to the kingdom, we should spend our lives on this earth advancing the kingdom by telling others how they can be saved. That is a privilege on mission with God. We get to live our lives serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords someday, someday. When he establishes his kingdom on this earth, we will get to rule with him. 
And that is what the Bible tells us concerning the millennial reign of Christ. And as a child of the king, our goal should be for the furtherance of the kingdom. And he uses the local church in doing that. Everybody has a cause that they support. Often, you know, those who support the world's causes are the most passionate. While Christians who have the greatest cause of all are passive. Are you with me? Yung mga makamundo na uh, adhikain, masyadong passionate. Pero tayong mga Christian, we have the greatest cause of all. It's a matter of life and death, eternity. But we are at times passive. As the voices of the world gets louder in support of their causes, too many Christians remain silent in the most important cause of all. We are just sitting there, oh, not getting involved, not getting engaged. The only cause which has eternal benefit is the cause of Christ enlarging the kingdom, royal cause. We have to rise up to the cause of Jesus Christ. And if you do, you will reap the greatest reward of all. And for this is not just a royal cause, but also a rewarded cause. A rewarded cause. In Matthew 6.33, the Bible tells us, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Perhaps, as you have thought about this kingdom truths, you have wanted to invest, but you are concerned. As the subject of tithing came up, you may have wondered how you could afford to do that. Naisip mo, pagka binigay ko pa yung 10%, paano na kaya mangyayari sa akin sa 90%? Ang dami ko ngang utang eh. Kaya ka nagkakautang. As we discuss special giving, faith promise missions giving, special offering, maybe you, your concern was how you were even going to make ends meet. Consider these thoughts Jesus gave leading us to this admonition for us to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. If you will look at verse 25 of March 6, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into burns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of this. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? O ye of little faith, Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things to the Gentiles' sake, when the word Gentile is mentioned in the Bible, it refers to the unbelievers. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all this. But seek ye first. And first means first. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Consider how Christ takes care of the words. The flowers and the grass, he knows what their needs are and he provides for them. In the same way, he takes care of our needs. And his care for us is greater than his care for plants. 
and animals. Consider the provision that he gives. His provision comes from the kingdom and his resources have no limits. Folks, his resources have no limits. Consider the promises he makes to provide for his children. And you can look at the scriptures and you will see a lot of these promises in Psalm 37, 25. David said, I have been young and now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken or received begging bread. I have been young and now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous, those that are following the Lord. They are believers of this kingdom cause. I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. In Psalm 84, 11, the Bible says, No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. In Philippians 4, 19, and let me tell you, this could be claimed by those who are giving to the work of the Lord, missions. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And let me tell you, God shall seen and we shall out. But God has a bigger showbell. He's the great supplier and we cannot outgive him. The more we give, the more we receive. He does reward those who are faithful to him and he will provide for all their needs. His rewards will not always be monetary, but he does promise to meet our needs. Hindi naman yan palagi na monetary. Ah, ipapakita ng Panginoon yung peace of heart sa iyo. Oh, there, there is satisfaction in your life. There is fulfillment as you have uh, invested in the work of the Lord. And you have great joy knowing that a lot of missionaries have been helped, supported. These missionaries go around, they deputate from one church to another, they raise support. And I'm thankful once the missionaries accepted in the Asia Baptist Clearinghouse to use the facilities of the clearinghouse, we immediately support them. Sometimes I'm wondering, Lord, when will we stop? And the Lord has pointed to me that Psalm 78, and they limited the Holy One of Israel. Do not limit me. It's not coming from Bethany. It's coming from heaven. And it's only you are a channel of blessing. He will use your family he will use, siyempre, pagka channel ka ng blessing, na babasa ka rin, di ba? Na aambunan ka rin. But we are to be channels. Folks, listen. We made our commitments, and probably you are wondering, how can I make, perform this commitment? God is able to provide. Where is your heart this morning? That's the question. It's a matter of the heart. Is it with the cares and worries of this life? Or what? What is it in the Lord? Cast all that on Christ and allow Him to take that from you. In Matthew 11, 29 to 30, the Bible is very clear. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Consider his provision. For those who make his kingdom, their cause, Christ's resources have no limits. Ang resources po ng great benefactor, ang ating Panginoon, wala pong limitasyon. 
He knows exactly what our needs are, and He is greater than all of them. Do not be discouraged by your limited resources here on this earth. Do not. Invest what you have. Invest it in the eternal, and God will supply all your needs. It takes a heart of faith, a heart that is willing to trust God, Understand that material possessions have no eternal value. Trust in the Lord to provide for them, for us, as we invest in the eternal souls of men and catch a glimpse of the unlimited resources that God has for us. How is it with you this morning? Are you still hesitant to make a commitment to the Lord, investing what the Lord has blessed you with, for eternity aren't you glad that the the resources are invested well for missions we continue to have the tithes that is used to strengthen the base oh where do we get the payment for the aircon the power the support of the stop from the tithes and I'm thankful how the Lord continues to provide. There are, there are moments that I'm just wondering. There are times that I also tending to worry. Lord, how will this be? But you know God is able. And you have experienced that, folks. We have been to big conferences. Uh, there was one pastor who asked me, Pastor, how much was this expended in? Oh, it was invested for the World Missions Conference. I was trying to figure it out, not anymore fate it out. I, because it's already passed, we have paid it out and figure out how much. Oh, I'm just wondering how the Lord provides. It's 1.2 million. And that is not including the ones in kind. And that is not including the e-bikes that were rappled. It's a family that shared that a lot. And that is not including some of those other incidentals. But... How the Lord has blessed that amount. We do not know how it was put together and we serve. And pastors, spiritual leaders, co-laborers, they saw, oh, wow, the, the great spirit, the, the sweet spirit of the conference. And it's something. It's a testimony of God's grace and God's goodness in his church here in Bethany. Folks, let us always be aware that God is able to provide. We just have to have that faith to believe that God is able, that God is God. The Bible tells us, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to, to him must believe that he is, that he is God, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We have a kingdom cause, and it is a royal cause, and it is a rewarded cause. Will you get engaged? I hope you will.